You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Selling Social Show. I'm so excited for these episodes every morning to kick off Monday mornings with you. What are you looking forward to most this week? What are your goals? You got to wake up with that like pure intention in your heart, that like deep desire to just like crush some goals this week. So I want to hear from you guys. What are your goals? Drop them in our DMs on Instagram at Selling Social Podcast. We love engaging with you guys over there. Or you guys can now be a part of our Facebook group. Yes, 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 yes. We had so many people reach out saying they wish, they were like, we wish you guys had a, a community Facebook group. And we had started a monthly membership uh, right when we launched the podcast, actually. And we had such great results with it. But some of the feedback we started to get from our community members, like our monthly members, was that they really just wanted an online portal. They wanted strategy. They just wanted the systems. They loved the systems. We were just like spitting out through the podcast and inside that group. And what we really realized is that it's not necessarily that monthly membership that everyone was looking for. It's just the strategies and then having that community for support to back it up. So we've really pivoted and decided to head deep like do a deep dive into online courses. And we are launching our first one this month um, that is hands down one of our most popular podcast episodes and one of our most transformative exercises we do with clients, which is our brand mapping. And we decided to package it up, put it into a course and we're launching it just in a few weeks. And we're so excited for this. So if you guys wanna though, be a part of our free Facebook group where we drop in so much just support every day we're in it, you know, we have amazing people from like top makeup artists to top salon owners to the most amazing woman building this huge like community for fitness for moms after pregnancy. We have network marketers in it. We have, um, oh my God, just such, such a variety of people. So if you guys are interested in this, click on the link in our bio on Instagram, put your email in or text us Facebook group to 303-529-1291 and that will opt you into our text community and then we'll send you the link to our Facebook group. But we're really going to just this is use this for like if you're listening to a podcast and you're sitting there and you're like, man, I wish I could just ask them a question or you do one of our activities, if we give you a strong activity to do in a podcast episode, and you're like, okay, I need some, I have some questions, or I have a, like, I want other people's feedback. This is the place to do it. Or if you're taking one of our courses, and you just have those questions or want support or want to hear how other people, like hear other people's ideas, our Facebook group is where it's at. So make sure you click to join that. So all right, you guys, so last week, we talked all about selling if you sell a product. This week is all about if you sell a service. So I'm sure you can guess it. Next week is all about if you sell your expertise. So I'm going to talk about service, um, like selling a service today, but I'm going to talk more about offline services. So like in-person services, brick and mortars, and then Sydney's going to go more into the online space if you sell service online on Friday. 
So I want you guys to think, so stylists, body, like body sculpting is huge right now, body contouring, estheticians, restaurants, anybody like a boutique, even, well, boutique's more product, but anybody you walk into that's providing you a service is going to be on this list. And that's so many of you. I even feel like if you're selling a product, technically you're still selling a service because you're still providing a customer journey for someone. You're still providing a service for them on like, what is the process that you're taking them through to even buy that product? So I really feel like this is gonna speak to everybody. But I really wanted to speak to those people that have that service, brick and mortar, they're offline. And it's not even, I'm not even gonna go into like sales strategies today or sales tips. I'm gonna talk more about how the experience you're creating will sell itself. Yes, like if you create the most memorable experience from start to finish, your service will sell itself. So I want you guys to think about that. When was the last time you had the most amazing service done? The most amazing customer service you've ever experienced? The most amazing just experience that you walked out and you were like, this was so memorable and I wanna go tell other people about it or I wanna go post about it on social media or I wanna go back to them because they know what's up and they're doing a really good job. Like it was memorable to you. What were some of those that come to mind? The first tip that I really wanna talk about today is how are you training your front line? So if you own a business, your front line, your guest relations team, your front desk, your receptionist, your hostess, your concierge, they're all the same thing. They're all a front line. Like they are the front of house that can make or break your service. They're the bread and butter. They're the core. They're the gateway into your brand. These people oftentimes get so overlooked because a lot of business owners are just like, oh, that's my front desk. I pay them minimum wage and, you know, and they roll their eyes and they complain about them half the time that they're not doing a good job. Yet they're the last ones on the list that those business owners are actually spending time and investing their time into training them the right way. This is so important, you guys, because if you walk into like a high-end restaurant, for example, that is like the best of the best in your town, I guarantee that they have trained their staff from the second you walk in the door, actually from the valet to the host, to the, all the servers, to the coat check, everything is like top notch. They invest their time into making sure all the systems in place, including their frontline are so highly trained because we all know that if, if it goes bad at the front, guess what it's going to do for your entire business, for your entire brand. If somebody calls, let's just say you own a high end medical spa. If somebody calls and they're ready to drop over $1,000 on services and your front desk is rude or they don't understand their questions, they don't know how to answer their questions, if they um, you know, are short with them or they make mistakes, all of those things affect your brand. That person could just decide, never mind, I just, I don't even want to, I don't even want to come there. And that's the impression that they have on your brand. So this is one of the most important things if you sell a service is to spend time investing in a front desk. And a lot of times people that are just getting started, like new business owners, this is actually the last place that they hire too. There are a lot of times they're like, oh, we don't need a front desk. We'll just take it all on. But then you start to notice that the ball is being dropped in so many areas. 
from the way the customers are able to book their appointments, the way they're able to get a hold of someone to ask a question, from retail sales to social media to the cleanliness in your company. All of these things could go back to a, a powerful, trained, like very well-trained front desk team. But when you like when you compromise and say, okay, we don't need this because I need I need the money for other areas. The most important things that are driving your business, which is your brand awareness, your customer service, your retail sales and your service sales and your social media presence, all of them are, it's getting lacked. So one thing that I would say is the very first thing to do this month is write down how much it would cost to hire the right front desk team, pay them very well. And what in your business could you either, how could you generate new income where could you cut some expenses to invest into a front desk team? Or where could you create more time to start training them more effectively? This is crucial, okay? Then the next thing I want you to do is when you're training them, I want, you could actually do this for everyone that works for you, but it's really smart to do with like your guest relations team or your front desk or your associates, whatever you wanna call them but do an entire day training with them, like a team building exercise and show them the power between something that is a luxury and something that is average. I did this years ago when I was running the salon and was the general manager there. And we had at that time, oh my God, it was like 12 guest relations. We had three locations and I think it was like 12 front desk. And um, I, I had a guest really, I had two guest relations managers in place. So I wanted to get to know the team better because I knew that this was our most important like asset of the company was making sure these are trained because they're the, you know, like the front, like the first person your customer sees and the last person your customer sees. So I wanted them to really grasp what it means to work for a luxury brand, what it means to deliver luxury service and quality service and how every detail from like the luxury language they're speaking to their body language to the conversations they're having at the front desk to the verbiage that they're using to the expressions and the tone like the tone in their voice to the way they step out behind the front desk to greet people or give them their shopping bag after they purchase something like every detail to the way they when they have time come out behind the front desk and open the door for the customer walking in all of these things play such a crucial role these are the things that are so memorable when someone is coming to your business so i spent a whole day and i had the guest relations team come and we did this whole activity for the day it was a team building scavenger hunt and it was luxury versus average so i would have them go into a luxury hotel like a Four Seasons or a Ritz-Carlton. And then I'd have them go into just an average hotel, like a Super 8 or a, a Double Tree. And I had them compare, like they had to do this whole list and this whole scavenger hunt and really like understand the difference of like how they're greeted. When you walk into the Four Seasons, it's somebody that greets you at ballet. They open the door for you. Then you walk in and the front desk um, greets you. The lighting is different. The smells are different. The ambiance is different. The music playing is different. The feeling is completely different. You have this like, I feel richer effect when you walk in there. Like you just, it's clean, it's organized. Everything has its place. You just feel so different. You feel like a more luxury. You feel more upscale. The way they treat you, the language they use. They're like, hello, miss, how may I help you today? Instead of, hi, are you here to check in? There's a difference. 
And then when you go to like, you know, a, a more average hotel, not a bad one, but just an average one, you know, nobody's there greeting you. Nobody's opening the door for you. There aren't any cells or smells like coming through. There isn't special lighting. There isn't special music. The feeling is completely different. Usually there's a line and you have to wait in line. And when you walk up, they're just like, are you here to check in? Like, it's just completely different. They don't use luxury language. Then when you go to a coffee shop, do this exercise at a coffee shop. Go to a Starbucks and then go to just like, um, you know, just like a local coffee shop that's more of just like a hipster coffee shop. I will tell you, I feel like hipster coffee shops hands down have the best coffee. But one thing I want to point out is the consistency of Starbucks. Like every single time, the consistency, the language they're using, what they say, how they greet you, especially if you go the same one, they know your name, they write it on the cup, they call it out, they know you. But there's a difference when you walk in and you notice the brand, like Starbucks is a brand, the details in it versus a coffee shop that's just on the corner. And a lot of times the coffee is very inconsistent. The service is inconsistent. They don't even look up. They just charge your card. Like they don't really talk to you that much. Like it's just very different. Then I want you to go to like a car dealership, go to one on one of just like, uh, you know, one of those streets that has all of the ones with all the balloons and it's not a corporate car dealership and then go to one that's like a Range Rover and experience the difference and then do the same thing with a boutique go in your area that's a little bit more high-end when you walk in and they're selling a shirt for like $200 $400 and then go to one that's they're selling it for $30 and notice the difference and then restaurants is a big one and that's what I want to I want to leave on the restaurants one because when you go to an average restaurant they're going to walk up to you and they're going to say, did you decide or what are you ordering today? But when you go to a high-end steakhouse, the entire experience is different from the valet to the hostess to um, the way they, the place settings on the table to the way the server walks up and presents you the drink list or the wine list to the way they present you the appetizers or the specials for the day. They go through the specials, they go through the entrees, they go through the dessert menu. They use this like elaborative, descriptive words and language that makes you like drool at the mouth because you're like, I want everything that they're saying that sounds so good. But why would your service, whatever you do, be any different than that experience? Like if you're a service provider, are you walking into the room if you're a massage therapist or walking up to your client if you're a stylist and you're just kind of like, what are we doing today? And you're just kind of letting them tell you what they want or are you giving them this elaborate descriptive presentation saying, if I could do anything to you today, this is what I would do for you and cast this vision that incorporates the treatment you want to put on, the glaze you want to put on, the oils you want to use in the massage and why the retail that you want to sell them after because it's solving their biggest pain point and their challenge. It's solving why did they come in today and you understand it because you've listened, you've asked guided questions. All of these things matter. You're presenting them with something and giving them so many more options. You're creating this experience. And when people feel an experience, they spend more money. It's more memorable. It makes them want to come back. It makes them want to create a budget and actually save to be able to come there. That's why people actually are like, you know what? Let's not get, let's not go out to this restaurant this week. Cause I want to go to that fancy steakhouse on Friday night on a date night. They look forward to it. 
That's the experience you want to create. That's what's going to sell your business. When somebody walks out of there and they say they're just wowed, they're blown away. They're like, they went above and beyond. That is what is going to sell your service. I just want to point out another one. So we just moved. Um, you're, uh, yeah, we just moved to this amazing apartment that I've wanted to live at for like four years. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on it, but they have a chef here and he does every weekend, every Saturday and Sunday, he like does this brunch that's complimentary to everyone that lives here. And then even today it's Friday. Um, no, today's Thursday. No, today's Friday. <laughs> what day is it, you guys? Um, this is my life because I work from anywhere. I work from home and like um, they all blend together. I'm like, I never know what day it is. But um, anyways, he, he like puts out snacks for happy hour, all these things. He And then they do virtual cooking classes at night. How many apartment complexes do this? Not a lot. And that's the thing is like you're, you're it's an experience. Living here is an experience. Coming down and being able to like have happy hour and there's a bar. I'm drinking a margarita while I do this. There's a bar here. Like it's an experience they've created. That's memorable. That makes people want to come here. That separates them and it makes them the, like separates the good from the great. Okay. Then I want to just talk about too is like, how are you going above and beyond? Like if you own a service, I want you guys to just analyze yourself this week, just like this apartment complex. You know, what could you do that separates you from someone else that's doing something very similar to you? This goes back to like our brand mapping exercise too, is like, what do you want to be known for? And are you showing up as that person? Are you giving it a hundred percent? If you want to be an expert and you want to be the most knowledgeable are you providing that service, that expertise, and that knowledge consistently to every single service? Knowing that every person that walks out of that door or that service is, is going to be able to speak about your brand, speak about your service. Like it needs to go above and beyond. That's so important. And then I have a couple more. One, another one is just brand awareness. Brand awareness is everything. If you have a service business, you need to be loud and you need to be seen. Marketing in your area is crucial. You, it's not just about like, oh, I'm putting up a couple posts on social media anymore. It's about dominating. It's about omnipresence. It's about consistently showing up online and showing up offline. Like we've talked about in our networking episodes, it is not, networking in person is not dead. Just because social media is so powerful now, like it's just as powerful to go to every single event, connect with as many people as you can, like be seen at events, make it your goal to connect with every single person and be like, I want every person to know about my business and my service that I provide before I leave this. Find every event that offers gift bags and offers gift bags for gift cards, like gift cards for your service and put those in every single gift bag at every single like high-end event in your town. Donate to every single silent auction. If I were you, I would be Googling every single event that's happening in this, this summer and I would reach out to the person planning that event and I would offer to provide a silent auction or a live auction item for your business so that you are seen. Again, it's omnipresent. You want that brand awareness. You want like subliminal messaging, people walking around and they recognize like your logo, your name, your service, everywhere they go. You want them to be like, oh my gosh, I keep seeing so-and-so. Like I've got to know who this person is because I keep seeing it. You need to offer complimentary services to the right people. 
when you're meeting these people and you can tell they're influential, they have a network, you need to get them in the door. And I'll talk about affiliates and influencer marketing in a second, but these are just everyday people that are like the powerhouse women that are crushing it and running these big companies. They're not on social media. They're just very well connected and they talk. They will tell their friends and the people in their network who to go to. Those are the people you want to connect with. And then have meetings inside your space. A lot of times you're going to want to be like, hey, let's meet at a coffee shop. But no, if you have a brick and mortar business and you provide a service, you should set up meetings every week. Be reaching out to people and saying, hey, I'd love to connect with you. Um, can you stop by this week? I'd love to have a meeting with you. Get them in the door. Give them a sample. Give them a gift card to come back from a service. But get them in your business to come see your space. And then, of course, send thank you cards, send emails, like go above and beyond and find like the cute little things that you can do that separate your brand and make your brand stand out. And then affiliates, I have a couple more. Affiliates are powerful. You're gonna hear us talk about this all the time. People are going, this day and age now, people are just gonna keep going and buying from people that they're getting paid in return to refer. It's just what it is. They're gonna use all the products if they're getting an affiliate commission from it. They're gonna to go to the same place to get their services done if they're getting an affiliate commission for it. So one of the top things that you should be doing is developing an affiliate program. And if you don't even know what this means or don't know how to start, shoot me a DM at Laren Kelly on Instagram. Ask me all the questions and I will totally help you. But you like get affiliates, get people with influence and get people that are the connectors in your town to come in for a complimentary service and customize it based on them. So like do your research, go on their Instagram, scroll their Instagram and be like, okay, what is their brand about? Like, what are they, are they, here's a good one. I just helped one of my clients um, partner with this girl that has more of like affordable fashion. So I was like, okay, if you're going to reach out to her and you do skincare, then you should promote like affordable skincare and be like, this is very in alignment with your brand. I'd love to provide you a skincare service and start to collaborate with you because I think like my services and my products could be a great fit for your audience that are looking for affordable finds. Skincare isn't something you should compromise just because you're on a budget. And now they've created a great collaboration. So this is a perfect one. It's like, how are you looking at their brand and being like, how can I support their audience in return, knowing they can support you by promoting your services? And then make sure, you know, the whole give get method is so powerful. Can you give them 10% to give to their friends or their audience to get 10% off? And in turn, anybody that comes in from them, they get 10% commission. Find ways to create bonuses, referrals, loyalty programs, and affiliate programs. And then customer journey. You guys, it does not stop when they leave. Just because they came in, they got their service, you wowed them, it doesn't end there. Like, it's about how are you following up? How are you continuing the relationship? How are you staying on their mind? How are you showing them that you're different, that you're you know, you are going to provide more value to their, their life, their skin, their hair, their all the things. It doesn't stop the second they leave. This is why medical estheticians have the highest retention rate in the industry is because they follow up. So in whatever industry you're in, if you are following up like a, a couple of days later, a week later, this is so important. It's about continuing that relationship. So let me ask you, like, what are you doing to stand out? If you talked about like, 
let's just say too, they came in, even if they were shopping in your boutique or they came into your restaurant and you're a server or a bartender, or they came in to get their skin done. If you say you talked about their new house, why not get their address and send them a congratulatory card to their house and just say, hey, it was so great meeting you, um, spending time with you. I just want to congratulate you on your new house. Or maybe they got a new job. Well, why not send them a gift basket with a bunch of gift cards in it to pay forward to their new coworkers? Do you know how good that would make someone feel if they received that and now they get to like pay that forward to all their new coworkers and get on their good side and look good? And now they're validating, like they're being like, oh my gosh, this provider is so amazing. I've been going to her, you know, now you've just tapped into her network and got 20 new clients. Like we always talk about less is more, but how are you following up? How are you continuing the customer journey to stand out? Okay. And then the last tip that I really want to do is don't work so hard to achieve a goal or a number or a dollar amount. Like don't make it be like, okay, my goal is $10,000 this month. And you're working so hard for that $10,000. When it comes to sales, your goal should be on exceeding your potential. Like I want, instead of every day being like, wow, I hit this number. I want you to be like, wow, I totally crushed it. I showed up as my best today. I showed up as my highest potential today. Like I gave hundred percent to my clients. I went above and beyond for them. Like those are the things you need to start celebrating. Like, how are you showing up? What's the energy you're showing up as? What was the intention you set for the day? What were the daily habits you put into place? How did you show up as a performer? Like start, start like analyzing that more than just the numbers and watch your sales skyrocket. When you can make those small incremental changes and shifts every single day, that's what's going to make the biggest difference in your business. So I hope this added so much value. I'd love to hear what you guys took away from this episode, especially all of you service providers. Shoot me a DM at Selling Social Podcast and let me know. And I'd love to see all of you guys inside the Facebook group. So make sure to get the link um, in our website bio on Instagram and enter your information. And until next time, we'll see you then. Bye.